All right, all right, everybody. This is Mark Turnipseed, and I am here at the Empire Self Podcast. I'm so happy to be here. It's been a week since I've visited you guys, and it's been a week since you've visited me. I have missed you so much, and I have been so laboriously not paying attention to what content I'm going to be producing next. I have just been living my life, all right? And so living my life means that I'm working on my business, I'm working on my speaking, I'm working on my writing, I'm working on my content, I'm working on my podcast. I have all of these little buckets in the fire, right? And then I have this other big one, the Iron Man coming up. The Iron Man is coming up. It's coming up in November. This is going to be my sixth Iron Man competition. Competition. I've done three now, half Ironman. I've done two fulls. So this is going to pretty much even the stakes. I'm going to have three fulls and I'm going to have three halves. I'm super excited about this race, but I've got to say it has been overwhelmingly impactful the past couple of weeks to consider that in the course of just five years, right? In the course of five years, I have done six different Ironman and two of of those years were completely unproductive due to COVID. So that means in this in this past year alone, I've done three of them. And I didn't really recognize that until a friend told me recently. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is a lot. And then I started to look at it and she goes, you know, what is your why? Why? Why do you continue to do it? And I, and then I, I, I was, I was, I was, I was stopped for a second. I was like, you know, why do I continue to do it? I do not ever remember even having a why why I first started. Instead, I've always kind of lived life on a on a different on a different wavelength, right? It's not for me. I don't have to have like a clear exact why. Instead, I have I have to have. I have to have a deep, guttural, almost visceral feeling of a need, of a need, of a, of a, of a survival almost. It's like, it's almost like if I don't do something, then I'm going to drown. So I often think about triathlon, like the, the very first time that I signed up for one, right after I had tried to commit suicide, I had no idea what to do, right? I, I mean, of course, I thought maybe I should go to counseling or maybe I should, you know, do this or that or that. But in, instead, something inside of my heart, some visceral movement was like, sign up for an Ironman, sign up for an Ironman and do it and see how far you can take it. And something in that, right? There was something in the, the very first training episode when I, when I really just, I looked at what I had to do and I go, there is no way that I'm going to be able to do this from the time that I woke up in the morning and looked at my training plan. There's no way that I'm going to be able to do this. And then I spend the next 15 minutes getting ready to do something that I don't believe that I'm going to be able to do. And then I drive to the gym and I drive the whole time thinking I'm not going to be able to do what I'm about to try to do. I get to the gym. I have to confront all the people I have to see everybody around doing something they believe that they can do. And I'm walking into something that I believe that I can't do. This experience was my life. Now, just reflect. I don't know if that's your life. But if it's not, recognize that there are other people out there right now that you're going to come in contact with 
who they're walking through their day. They're walking through the grocery store and they believe just like I did that what they are doing right now, grocery shopping, they cannot do it. They cannot make eye contact. They cannot walk through the grocery store. They cannot get out of the house to go get the healthy food that they need to get. They are overburdened by this feeling of I can't. And this feeling of I can't had completely crippled me. And it came to this point where there was so much I can't in my life that simply I had no more I cans. I literally, I don't remember, like looking back at this time, I don't remember having any I cans. And what ended up happening is that very quickly inside of that morning, right? Right when I'm saying, I can't, I, there's no way that I can do this. And then in 15 minutes, I'm dressed, right? I'm already, ha- I'm already like, getting there. I'm already starting to show myself that I can. Now, I didn't be- I didn't know what was going on, right? But this ended up happening day after day, day after day, and ultimately with time, I began to recognize that I can. And this whole idea of I can led me actually to discovering something inside of myself that I had been trying to fight with my entire life. And that's my avoidance behavior patterns, my, my avoidant attachment style, right? Avoiding, avoiding pain, avoiding hard conversations, avoiding love, you know, avoiding anxiety, avoiding, avoiding intimacy, and avoiding intimacy with myself, avoiding my own thoughts about my own self. I was avoiding. Now, the reason why avoiding comes is is why? Because I feel like I can't. I can't bring up this conversation with my ex-girlfriend. There is no way that I'm going to bring up this conversation because if I do, she's going to see me in a light. I'm going to unleash all the things that show that, 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 that I'm not a perfect human being. That's the same freaking feeling that I had going to the pool and going to my training episodes that that first time. I felt like I can't. And by me going into this pool, all I'm going to do is prove to myself once again that I'm not enough. But here's the curious thing that happened in triathlon. The effort, the effort of just getting to the gym, the effort from going from the gym and jumping into the pool, the effort of taking one breath, of one stroke, and each stroke being one stroke that says, I can. That, in and of itself, you start defeating the I can't monster very quickly because you're throwing like a military, you're throwing like a machine gun bullets at him. You're like, I can, I can, I can, I can. (laughs) You might not be saying it in your head. You might still be saying I can't, but pretty soon it starts to show you that I, that I can. And ultimately what that helped me to do was to go, okay, if I can do this in the pool, if I can do this in the running, then maybe I can start doing this in other things. Maybe I could start doing this in relationships. Maybe I could start doing this in work. Maybe I could start doing this in, in reading, in focus, right? Because I had a childhood issue with reading. I couldn't read up until I was in like fourth grade, everybody. I could not read until I was up in fourth grade. I had such bad focus problems. 
I all the way through school, you know, ADHD in special education. And it was all due to the fact that I felt like I can't. I mean, you put a book in front of me and I can't comprehend it. But here's what happened is slowly I start to go, you know what? And, and not only that, like there's tons of people in everybody's life who say that they can't. So I had this professor in college who said, you will never be a published author. You'll never go into write. And this was right when I had entered graduate schools. So, and so I was just completely at a loss. Like I felt like I couldn't do anything. This is so very common, y'all. And all it takes for me is every single day putting myself through what I call um, controllable discomfort. So I control my discomfort and it's a, it's a state where I go because that's, that's ultimately what it is. When I say that I can't, it's just that I'm saying I can't make it through the moment of discomfort that's coming. Okay. And that's basically what it is. It's like, I can't bring this up to her because when she does, she's going to reflect that I am not enough, that I'm an imperfect human being, that's going to show me this, that's going to be very uncomfortable for me to experience, and then I'm going to be crushed. But the ultimately, what ends up happening through triathlon is you notice that you are not crushed any time that you do it, any time that you stand up to the discomfort. You are not crushed. You are built stronger. It's much like this statue of David back here. It's why I have it here. It's because as you go through the challenges of your life, right, it starts to build a structure and you just have to find different ways to make yourself a little bit uncomfortable and push through that seam. And then what it starts doing is it starts to increase your ability to apply that to different value systems. So when it becomes hard to be honest and you're like, okay, I can't do this. It, and then it's just an automatic thing. It's like, oh my gosh, wait, wait, I can do this. I'm just going to go step up and be honest and be a little bit discomfort for a little bit, for a little bit. Or maybe it's, there's no way that I can go through my day being mindful and not rushing around. You're feeling that way because it's so uncomfortable and it's so unknown to just pull back a little bit, to just pull back and stay calm. You don't have to rush. You don't have to always be 15 minutes early. That's, that's kind of like my philosophy, right? And I'm telling you right now that I'm starting to believe that I have been dragging myself around trying to prove myself to other people, trying to be like, I'm always 15 minutes early, right? But the only reason why I do that is because I'm so uncomfortable with the fact that somebody might perceive me as not being a punctual individual, it's disgusting, y'all, and, it, and, and it's something that there's so many different I can'ts in my life that I have to continually do this type of thing, you know, this type of thing, proving to myself that I can do something that I believe that I can't, because I wake up in the morning and it's still, five years later, it's still a very natural place for me to be. I can't do this. I can't go through this. I can't do it. So what I do is I start really small in the morning. I wake up, make my bed, brush my teeth. And those types of little things that are preparing me to get to the gym, to my triathlon training, right? Those types of little things are little steps of I cans. And by the end of the day, y'all, I've built up like a hundred thousand I cans. Because the moment that an I can't comes into my head, 
I combat it. I combat it by simply taking the next stroke, right? Or simply taking the next step or simply taking the next breath. And anybody can use this type of principle. Triathlon for me helps me to focus that every single day. It proves to me in such a big way that I can when I thought that I can't. Now, I do recognize that at some point, right, that triathlon builds up this foundation allowing me to have the strength and the tools to do this in every day, right? To not avoid my issues, to rather run through them, to run with them so that I can beat them at the finish line, to run with them so I can so I can chisel myself into a stronger, more value-based and more fit athlete, right? I do these things for that exact reason because I get to understand myself more fully. I get to understand the light of myself more fully. I get to understand the I can of myself more fully. That, my friends, that is why I continue to do Ironman Triathlon. So thank you for joining me at the Empire Self Podcast. This has been an absolute joy to talk today. I am Mark Turnipseed, your host. You go have a wonderful, beautiful, messy, and awesome day, everybody. Over and out.